Hey there, it's episode 47 of Covering the Bases, the official podcast of USA Baseball. I'm Darren Vaught. Thanks for tuning in. And our guest in this Prospects on Deck edition of the program is a really, really intriguing prospect and a hilarious guy. He was a 15U national team member, gold medalist in Panama, as we'll get to with that national team in 2018. Now, without COVID sort of uh, impacting everything that we had in store for last summer, I would imagine Andy Painter would have also been a member of the 18U national team. So he, at this point, would probably be a two-time USA Baseball alum. Instead, it's just the once, but he got gold out of it. He led the team in strikeouts in Panama, and that was the beginning of his rise as a draft prospect. Now he's a senior in high school. He's pumping mid-90s. He is number 18 in MLB.com's most recent draft prospect rankings and a likely first-round pick. And if not, he's a University of Florida commit. So, yeah, he's, he's going to be okay as a baseball player. Uh, I have to share this story. So quickly, let me get the, get the, the usual plugs in. No matter how you listen or watch, we appreciate it. Please rate, review, subscribe wherever you do so. Spotify, uh, Apple, Google, Amazon, and even on the YouTube uh, channel of USA Baseball here. So (laughs) Andy comes on to this Zoom. And just to pull back the curtain just a bit, and I'll make it quick so we can get to this conversation with him. He, We do it through Zoom, and he enters the waiting room. And I allow him to come in to the Zoom. I think we all at this point have done Zoom a couple of times at the very least. And when he comes in, video is disabled to begin. So I have to do this too when I enter the the room and turn my video on. Andy's video is not on. Where his name would normally be, it it says reconnecting dot, dot, dot. So he, I can hear him. I'm like, Andy, is that you? He turns his video on, says, hey. And I ask him about it. And he's like, oh, yeah, no, it's just I can't figure out how to change my name back. But I did it at first as a funny thing because I can just boom. And w- mid-sentence, he turned off his video and muted himself. So I'm just left with a, a blank screen that says reconnecting dot, dot, dot. Left uh, obviously leaving me to assume that it disconnected, which it didn't. He's it's just a prank. So he comes back and is laughing about it, and uh, it's hilarious. Um, so he's a really, really funny guy, super down to earth and level headed. I thought, especially considering, I mean, you're an 18 year old that's about to be taken as a, a first round pick in the major league baseball draft. Um, He's got great perspective, which you guys know I I always appreciate. So here it is, this Prospects on Deck edition of Covering the Bases, the official podcast of USA Baseball, episode 47 with Andy Painter. Colin, roll the open. Classic. 
From high above Coleman Field at the USA Baseball National Training Complex in Cary, North Carolina, this is Covering the Bases with Darren Vault. Andy Painter, um, 15U National Team alum, MLB draft prospect. Uh, I, I want to start here. I mentioned 2018 was the year you were a 15U National Team alum for us at USA Baseball. I would imagine like we had a summer of, uh, I mean, we had a summer. If we would have had baseball as we conventionally have it last summer in 2020, you would have been on or a candidate for the 18U national team. I think it's a good starting point, especially for somebody like you who was ramping up into a, a summer of baseball that's, that's pretty important in the grand scheme of things. I mean, you're, you're ramping up into what you hope becomes, hey, I'm a first-round MLB draft pick and then the start of your professional career. So what, what was the summer of 2020 like for you? Um, it was kind of full of a lot of questions on, you know, when stuff was going to happen, whether or not it was going to take place. Uh, for instance, I mean, we went into the two-week shutdown, March 13th. And at that point, it was kind of like, uh, you know, do I keep throwing? Am I, am I still throwing bullpens? Like, is this summer going to happen? You know, at that point, we thought it was going to be two weeks, but then it turned into three, four. I mean, now we're still here. Um, but at that point, it was kind of just like, all right, you know, just got to keep on throwing and throwing. But when is this first event going to take place? So, I mean, I, I think the summer turned out better than, you know, we would have expected. Um, I didn't really expect to have this many events. And, you know, we still had All-American games and stuff like that. But obviously with, um, you know, being global or global pandemic, it was hard to do the USA stuff and, you know, compete not our compete globally. Um, so that was kind of a bummer, but other than that, I think everything went pretty smoothly and, you know, we made adjustments, uh, under the circumstances. Yeah. And just from, from your perspective, you didn't feel like you, you were, you were, uh, stunted, as in, in your growth as a pitcher because of lack of games or, or any of that. Like you said, I, I feel like you approached it in a smart way and, and knew how to pace yourself with throwing and, and even that, um, you know, just practicing. And, and from your perspective, like you said, the bullpens, getting those in at a, at a regular pace. Um, it's a li- it's, I guess it's a little bit different for a pitcher because, you know, you don't have to – it's not – it's not um, like for a position player, like they got to see guys like you on a regular yeah. basis and hit against guys like you on a regular basis to stay fresh. Whereas mainly for you, it's the arm action. Just like, hey, make sure I, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm doing, I'm maintaining and, and you know, ex- exercising in that way. Well, you could definitely see it too in the beginning of the summer. I mean, you could see that pitchers were just dominating and these hitters, you know, hadn't seen live pitching in a while. Um, but that kind of evened out towards the end of the summer, like middle towards the end. Um, so tell me this, when was the first time you saw your name projected as a first round MLB draft pick? Um, I'd say last summer, last summer was kind of, that was kind of, uh, when my name like really got out there, I think like 15 U, the 2018 summer, that was my kind when my name got kind of like relevant. And then from there, it just progressively just kind of rose. Yeah, and there are reasons for that. Obviously, your performance with the 15U team, a big part of it, and we'll get into that. Um, I'm just curious from the from the standpoint, Andy, of like, and you are a young player, but there are a lot of young players who listen to this this podcast that, you know, when we have 
major league veterans on, they, they continually stress the point of not getting too high with the highs, not getting too low with the lows, that sort of thing. Yeah. So you have this summer at the 15U level where you start to, I mean, you really, you really start to hit a stride and you, you're getting noticed and there's some notoriety there. Um, Ted Wood was our most recent guest and, you know, he was a, an Olympic gold medalist and he, he talked about these things for, for Team USA as adding to his armor. So whenever he went back out to whatever his next season was, he just felt that much more confident. Um, I would imagine there was some sort of armor <laughs> added around Andy Painter after that 15U season, and it's only gotten thicker and thicker since then. Yeah. I mean, I definitely say like that gold medal game against Panama. I mean, you're out there as a 15 year old pitching against, you know, these Panamanian kids in a stadium full of 8,000 screaming Panamanians. So, um, I mean, that, that kind of built me, you know, I, also as a baseball player, but more as a character, like how to kind of deal with that outside noise and kind of block it out. So, I mean, like I handle pressure like very well. So I think definitely think like, obviously I was nervous before that game, but after that stuff doesn't really get to me. I know how to handle it. And how would you have assessed yourself in that category prior to that game? Did you consider yourself somebody who, who was, you know, unflappable in those types of circumstances? Well, I never really been placed in an environment like that. So that was kind of like the first test. And I mean, yeah, I was, I was pretty nervous before then, but uh, once I settled in about the second or third inning, I was like, all right, you know, I'm kind of getting to a rhythm, I'm getting to a groove. Um, and then everything outside kind of just, I blocked it out. And it was just, you know, everyone on that field, like that's the only thing I really noticed. Mm -hmm. um, you led that team in strikeouts that summer. Uh, and I just, I, I asked you about the highs and the lows. Andy, what, what have been your lows over the past couple of years? Um, I mean, there's been games here and there where, you know, um, you know, I've gotten touched, I've gotten, you know, hit around, but I don't really focus on it. I mean, same thing you mentioned, don't focus on the highs, don't focus on the lows, you know, it's just a game of baseball, you know, <laughs> especially like, talking to you know, some of my buddies that are in college. It's like, you know, I'll talk to them and literally like, they don't, they don't stress a bad game. Like it's just part of the game, you know, stuff's going to happen. You can't win them all. So, um, really it's kind of, you know, when you get to the lows, it's like, all right, you kind of use it as motivation. Uh, it's what you do with that. It's how you come back. That's more important than the past performance. You were teammates with guys like uh, I was just looking just earlier at the MLB top 200 draft prospects and Brady house is number six. Um, Josh Hartle is number 31. You are number 18. Uh, Davis Diaz is on there. Kel Lansville, Ryan spikes is in there. I'm sure I'm forgetting some names in there as well. Um, what was it like? And granted, you've done this, the, the, the all-star, you mentioned the all-star games, all-American game type platforms and, and those circuits. You've done all that before. But take me back to getting introduced to this group at 15 years old. I mean, was that the, the greatest assemblance of talent you'd ever played with? Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, I mean, especially going back on Brady. Like, that was Brady, – Brady's always been up there. And um, I still remember I was on a plane going to trials with him. And like, I said, what's up to him, whatever. And I was like, Oh my gosh, like, it's Brady house. And uh, you know, there's me, you know, now we're looking at it down the road. I mean, I talked, I talked to Brady every day. Like we're, he's probably, we're trying to arrange. Like I literally, I was going to go fishing with him. Like he was going to come down this summer and we're going to go like fishing or something. 
it's like I talk to Brady every day, but, um, you know, everyone in that group, that was kind of, you know, obviously, like I said, my name wasn't like super relevant at this point. And, you know, I was going with Davis Diaz, who, you know, played on basically every Team USA team out there. Um, and all these other guys with the talent and Josh Hartle. Um, it was just, you know, it was just, it was just amazing to be surrounded by all that talent. And it kind of held me to a higher standard. And I was like, all right, you know, this is like the way I carry myself right now is important, like kind of first impressions. And, you know, I'm surrounding myself by all this. Like it's not, I'm not as much of a big deal. So I'm kind of just, you know, being surrounded by all that and blending in. Um, what advice did you get before going? I don't know. I don't know if you had maybe friends that were a little bit older that had, had participated in some USA baseball stuff or, or what? Um, it, it, Cause it sounds like you had a pretty good, you, I mean, you had a, a pretty concrete idea of how you were going to conduct yourself when you were inserted into that scenario. Um, I wasn't really told anything. That was kind of just how I carry myself. Um, you know, my thing is always like, you know, just keep your head up no matter what. I mean, the first batter I faced in trials, I gave up a home run and I was like, Oh, like we're going to have to a rough. <laughs> Wait, but, who was it? Do you remember? No, no, I don't remember. <laughs> um, but yeah, you have a home run first at bat. And I was like, Oh, like we're going to have to a rough start here. But then, you know, like I bounced back. I was like, all right, you know, it's, it's not over yet. Like, you know, I can bounce back from this. So I just kept my head up and, you know, try to stay positive and, you know, the rest kind of happened. <laughs> um, you mentioned Brady. Who else did you pal around with? Who comes to mind as, as, I mean, I'm sure you were, it's, it's always a fun thing to see from my perspective, just like calling games and, um, you know, being there at the national training complex while you guys are, are doing your thing. It's always interesting to me because it's just a microwave team in every, mm. every instance, you know, it's like, Oh, we've got two weeks before we go to Panama or wherever. Um, and we have to gel, we have to gel as a team and, and build chemistry. And a lot of the times it just kind of happens. And I think that was the case for you guys. I mean, you, from the get go, you guys all got along and, and seemingly, just were in sync the whole time. So who comes to mind when I ask, you know, who, who did you pal around with? Who were you who, better friends with? Uh, Brady, Hartle, Schreier, Delandry, Spikes. Um, I mean, everyone. I kind of, I kind of, you know, I'm friendly. I bounce around with everyone. That makes sense. That makes sense. It's funny that you said even the whole thing about gelling. It's like, it was like two weeks and it's like, all right, it kind of just happened. <laughs> Where everyone just, you know, the chemistry was just like there. Um, did you find yourself and now, of course, I mean, this could apply to, to other facets now when you, whether you're watching another team play another pitcher pitch or, or whatever, did you find yourself talking to other pitchers and trying to, to glean things from them? Like, Hey, how do you throw this? Um, you know, man, I, I really like your cut fastball. How do you throw that? I might try to add that to my repertoire. Um, to what degree or not, did you guys talk about stuff like that? Um, a little bit. I mean, especially with, you know, down there, the balls were different. The seams weren't as, you know, the seams were tighter on the ball. Cause I remember that, that game or the Panama game was, cause I was, I was like a fastball curveball type guy. Um, and then I couldn't throw the curveball well with those seams. So I had to go to the changeup, which I hadn't thrown much. <laughs> um, so that's when I, I kind of started throwing the changeup and, you know, we were just kind of the whole pitching staff, like it wasn't like one specific person. It was like, we kind of, you know, we throw bolt or we throw flat grounds in the outfield, like during practices. And, you know, we pick up a thing or two from, you know, some of the guys and, you know, we just kind of, we go around and, and hear stuff and just kind of see what works, see what didn't. 
how would you say you've improved as a pitcher since then? I've, I've seen some, some recent scouts that, that, that put you at like mid nineties. Apparently the, the slider is now kind of your go-to strikeout pitch from what I read. And the changeup has developed a lot apparently since 15 U. right? You're throwing it a lot more. Yeah. So, um, I mean, obviously to the slider, like I added that the following summer, I uh, was trying to add a pitch. Um, so I'm not throwing the curveball as much. That was my go-to when I was 15, but uh, I added the slider. So the slider is, you know, harder, uh, more deceptive pitch kind of comes in looking like a fastball more than more so than the curveball. Uh, and then the changeup, it's kind of, I, I started, I long toss with the changeup. Uh, I started doing that this past summer. Um, to really get extension on it, uh, make sure that I'm uh, fully reaching out to, you know, get that deceptive look on it. But I mean, nothing much has changed like mechanically or anything like that. It's more of kind of me just growing into my body and getting stronger and, you know, learning how to use, uh, you know, my lower half and everything. Uh, so tell me about, t- tell me about going to Panama. At 15 years old, had you ever been out of the country before? I think I'd been like the Bahamas one time, but that was a okay. So, so sort of like a little pseudo environment that's not that foreign, right? If it's sort of like a vacation mode in the Bahamas, All right, um, I would imagine not many of the other guys. Sometimes at the 18 U level, you see it a little bit more often because you know maybe they played with the 15 u team and traveled there or you know they're just a little bit older a little more life experience but typically i find at the 15 u level not many of the players have traveled internationally a lot mm-hmm. before then and this is a little bit different cuz it's not like it's not like a family vacation right um you're there you're with the guys you're with the team you have a certain level of freedom what were your impressions baseball aside just culturally of of panama well i mean when we got there you know we got to panama city and everyone was speaking english i was like oh this isn't gonna be bad at all you know then we, <laughs> then we got on the bus go to david seven hours away and no one is speaking a lick of english so i mean there there was definitely you know and then, and then we're getting you know we're riding in the bus to the game we get a police es- escort uh, and, and the police officers have like machine guns, like on a motorcycle. I'm like, all right, you know, this is, you know, I got to be careful around here. Um, so it's definitely different. I mean, we stayed in a, in a very nice part. Um, you know, our hotel was probably the nicest building around there. So we didn't really leave the hotel. So that was, that, that was fine. But like, once we went out, you know, you could definitely tell like it was a lot different than in the States. Uh, we also, you know, I experienced my first earthquake over there. So that was that was a little scary. I was on like the seventh floor. My bed started shaking. My roommate Joe Brown. My roommate Joe Brown. I was like, Joe, stop shaking the bed. But he was like messing around with me. I turned around. And Joe wasn't in the room. <laughs> and I walked down the hallway, and everyone's out there, and like you know, all the people from California, like that's oh, just an earthquake. It's no big deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, meanwhile, I've never sat through one of those, so I thought the building was going to fall over. Um. That's crazy. That's crazy. I had no idea that you guys had experienced that. Um, man. Uh, all right. So what, you walk out into the hallway and you said the Cali guys are, are one, like, what was, what was that like? I mean, just like paint the picture for me. Who did you see? What were they doing? I saw, I saw Carson Bowen's parents. 
I think they they were in the hallway, and um, they're like, "Oh, it's just an earthquake. Like, you know, we'll be fine." So, I mean, I'm, I was freaking out, and then they said that, and I was like, "All right, they've been through. You know, this isn't their first rodeo." So, I was like, "All right, you know, I think we're gonna be fine." <laughs> um, that's that's funny. That's perfect. So, Carson Bowen, obviously one of the California guys that helps you out. A few funny story about that. It's regional final night it was the same night as prom night. I went in there, went seven, seven innings, complete game, 14 Ks, walked out of there and went to prom. But um, that was in, that was down in Miami. And that was, that was a, probably the second, you know, the next biggest crowd uh, that I had there. And, you know, I kind of, that was, I just kind of, you know, look in the stands. I'm like, all right, you know, that's cool. There's a lot of people here. We are in the thick of baseball season. You need new gear. We have lots of it at usabaseballshop.com. Whether it's a fresh new Team USA cap from New Era, bags, shirts, or shorts from Nike, socks, Team USA Franklin batting gloves, the latest and greatest items from our friends at Baseballism, or whatever, usabaseballshop.com is the place to get it. Remember, free ground shipping on all orders over $99, so make it worth it. Get to usabaseballshop.com and wear what Team USA wears. Prepare how Team USA prepares today. Talk to me about Jason Maxwell. He was your manager that summer, and he was recently named the manager of the 18U national team for this coming summer, which is a big deal. I love J-Max. He's a great dude. Um, I would imagine you think similar things and that he's going to do a great job with the 18U team. Uh, what, what, is, what is your Jason Maxwell snapshot? Uh, just a great, a great dude. Um, you know, really, you know, we were, only, we were only with that team for, you know, I mean, starting probably a month. And, um, you know, right away, like you could tell, like he, you know, he loved us all, the whole team. Like, you know, we had known each other for years and years. And, you know, one thing the following year after that, uh, we were junior national in Hoover. And, um, you know, he came down there. Mosley came down there, Gerlach. Uh, so we were all down there. We went, you know, with all, all the guys, all the alumni that were there. We went out and got like barbecue. So um, it's like a relationship that, you know, we'll always carry for the rest of our lives. And, you know, it wasn't like a one-time deal where it's like, all right, you know, it was great. Like you coached us. It was like, all right, you know, like you're here uh, for anything. I need, like if I need something, I can reach out to any of the, any of the coaching staff. Um, and same thing for me. Like if they needed, if they needed me to do anything, like they could reach out and they know, like uh, just like that, like I do it for them. I, I was looking at this list of your former teammates with the, the 15 U team. Um, I, I realized Christian Little is at Vandy right now. Like, <laughs> do, do you have much contact with him? Um, I would imagine you guys talk somewhat frequently, um, but he's sort of in a, a rare circumstance because I think he's the only one of you guys that's in, at the college level right now. Yeah, I saw him a couple weeks ago. I went up when uh, UF played Vanderbilt, and I saw him over there. I talked to him for a little bit, but, you know, it was a little hard to, you know, talk to him when they're in, you know, they're in pregame trying to warm up. And I'm like, all right, you know, I'll let you go. Um, but I played with them a little bit this summer and then it was kind of like, all right, well, like, you know, now I'm, now I'm in my senior high school. I'm like, wait a minute, you're not playing high school baseball right now. Like you're over pitching as a 17 year old at Vanderbilt. Um, so, I mean, we, we haven't talked that much, but I mean, I've been following him, you know, and he gets a start, you know, a weekday start. Like I've, I'm always watching it. 
Uh, so it's really, I mean, it's really cool to see, you know, especially since he's so young. Yeah. I mean, it's unbelievable. And then, you know, just in, in terms of looking at these, the, the draft, the upcoming draft prospects, right? Like he's, he gets the midweek and then, Oh, Thursday, Friday, it's, it's Kumar and, and lighter. Um, so yeah. it's just kind of, it's for, for, for me, I know anyways, sometimes the ages, the ages kind of blend together. Like, you know, I'll, I'll remember you from the 15 U national team and then remember like a Corbin Carroll from the 18 U national team. And sometimes assume that you guys played together or whatever. Yeah. Um, and those are like, those are just like obscure names uh, off the top of my head. But with, with, with Christian in particular, it's like, man, like he was, I guess it's because of the pandemic, right? Like we didn't do anything last summer with national yeah. teams. So we sort of skipped a year. So it doesn't seem like that year happened. And it's almost mm-hmm. like, um, man, he's like, he's still just 15 to me. Yeah. And, and then there he is with, with Jack Leiter and Kumar, who again, seem pretty young too. Um, yeah. Because, you know, we got to the beginning of the season and Kumar was on the show and, and, I told him he he I asked him about goals and he, he said something about setting an example for the young guys. And I'm like, wait, like, aren't you the young guy? <laughs> like he had in my mind, because Andy, we like we didn't have a a, a full season. In my mind, it was like, wait, yeah. you just threw a no-hitter in the super regional as a freshman. Um, mm-hmm. so it's cool. Anyways, all of that is to say it's really cool to see Christian uh get those opportunities at Vandy. Um, what, what's, what's this high school season been like for you now that, you know, we're sort we're on the tail end of the pandemic and things have started to open up a little bit more. You've had more of a, a conventional senior season than maybe you thought you might, uh, what's it all been like for you? Um, you know, it's, it's been fun. Like at, at first it was kind of stressful. There's a lot of eyes on you. Um, it's kind of like, all right, you know, I gotta, I gotta go out here and perform. Um, but a little, you know, more towards the middle of the year. It's kind of like, all right, you know, this is my senior year. Like, I'm, I'm a teenager here. I'm 17 going on 18. Like, this is my last year I get to play high school baseball. Like, you know, I'm just going to go out there and have fun. And, you know, I did that. So, um, and, it's, and with COVID, COVID didn't really get in the way of, of much this year. I mean, obviously, with NHSI being canceled, like, that was a bummer uh, for the past two years. Um, but the beginning of the season, we had like, you know, six games or five games canceled, like right away. And I was like, Oh, like it's going to be one of those years. Like, you know, we're not going to get a full season, but after that, everything kind of panned out and, you know, we played basically every game. Uh, how do you feel about your performance this year? Uh, I think, I think it was good. I mean, I had, I had a, my first preseason start didn't go too well. Um, I gave up like five runs, We're just getting, you know, hit around. Uh, other than IMG, I gave up, I gave up two hits, but they were both home runs, but, uh, in the regular season, those were the only two earned runs I had on the year. So I mean, I finished with like a 0.3 RA. Um, so, I mean, everything, I mean, I thought it went well. I thought everything went basically as planned. Yeah. Um, it, well, I asked about the performance that obviously has gone well and gone according to plan you mentioned the goal of just having fun and performing well plays into that, right? It's a lot easier to have fun when you're pitching well. Um, yeah. But you've got a high school teammate in your battery mate, Irv Carter, who's also in these, these draft prospect rankings that I mentioned earlier. And that's something that's, that's cool. Um, 
you're able to, to share in those successes. So uh, I'll use that to say performance has gone well. How has the fun department gone this season? I mean, was it a fun season? Yeah, I mean, there were, there were ups and downs of it, but, I mean, I tried to make the most out of it. I mean, Irv as well. Um, me and Irv, like, for instance, you know, I would get an out. Like, say there's a fly ball that went up with two outs. I'd see if I could, like, high-five Irv before it was caught. <laughs> um, you know, we were, all, we were always rooting for each other. People always ask that question, like, you know, is it – like, what's the relationship like? Like, I mean, me and Irv, you know, I can call him up. We, we've, you know, looking to play some, like, Xbox here, you know, play some memory of the show. Um so, I mean, yeah, we're kind of like each other's like hype men, you know, we, we were always around each other, you know, I watch his bullpens, he watches mine, you know, uh, we'll see if we can pick up a thing or two off each other and, and you know, really just kind of grow, um, as, as a baseball player. All right. So if you guys, I don't know when the next time you're going to do this is, if you guys are dialing up MLB the show and you're playing, who's got the advantage? Who's, who's the better player? Well, I'm going to go with Irv on that because I'm an Xbox player. He's a PS4 player. You know, he's, he's been playing MLB the show for a while now. This is my first year. This is the first time I've played an MLB game since MLB 2K13. So, you know, it's been about, it's been about eight years here. <laughs> I definitely think he has the advantage there. Was that a pandemic pickup? You were just like, yeah, might as well. We'll play. We'll start playing the show again. Well, I mean, it came out and, you know, like they didn't have it on Xbox. And I was like, you know, it's, this is the first time I can, I can get this game. So I'm going to get it. No, that's uh, I, I feel that I see. I, I favored the two K games back when, also because uh, I, I was. Yeah, I, I gave up on two K in twenty eighteen. <laughs> you know, um, like, uh, so who who's your team? If you're if you're, and this is strictly from I don't want to like make the, a a weird first round potential selection scenario awkward or or whatever, but this is just like. If you're you're trying to have fun playing MLB the show, who, who what team are you picking? That's a good question. I mean, usually I just go with my Diamond Dynasty team. For if we're gonna play like that. <laughs> well, who's who's on that? Uh I got Byron Buxton, Otani, Duvall and Wright. I got Ripken, Ripken at short, um, Donaldson at third. Vlad Jr. at first. I got Adley behind the dish. Love that. I got Corbin Burns on the mound. So, you know, the lineup, you know, there's there's some power within that lineup. I like it. <laughs> I like it a lot. Um, well, cool. Well, what's on your mind headed into, you know, this next month or so before all of this happens? Are you, are you anxious about it? Do you just want it to get out of the way? Um, how are you feeling about it? Um, I'm at the point where, uh, this is kind of, you know, the first time, like I don't have summer baseball coming up right away. So I have, I have a month before I report to you after June 22nd. Um, so I have a month, a month, literally a month from today. Uh, so right now I'm at the point where I'm kind of just, you know, trying to soak in all the moments I can right now, friends and, you know, really just kind of enjoy this last moment as a kid. Um, what about the draft combine that's going to take place at the national training complex? Do you know anything about that yet? Or we, or should we um, expect to see you? Yeah, I don't, I don't believe that I'll be there. Um, right now I'm kind of, I'm kind of resting and really just, I'm trying to, you know, I'll be at Cressy sports performance five days a week. Uh, right now I'm kind of really just trying to focus on working out and, you know, just getting up there to kind of put on muscle. 
Nice. Right on. Um, so you're, you're, you're relaxing. You're, you're soaking up these final moments of being a kid. Enjoy MLB, the show with Irv and others. Um, what else, what else are you taking part in? You know, is it, is it a heavy Netflix time for you? You're just like binging a bunch of shows that you haven't caught up on. What's what, what else is going on? No, I don't even watch TV. It's it's kind of weird. Like we got, I don't even know how to work our TV. It's like kind of confusing. We've had it for probably like two years now. I don't know how to work it. So the only time I'm watching TV if is if like I'm walking by and like there's like something I want to watch already on because I don't even know how to change the channel. It's like <laughs> I don't even know what it is. All right. So what are you doing? You mentioned uh, potentially fishing with Brady. Um, is, is that, that in the show fishing in the show, that's going to eat up all your time in the next month Basically work, working out, you know, just hanging with some friends. Nice. But, uh, I like it. All right, man. Um, Andy, appreciate the time. We're pumped as always to have you as part of the USA baseball family. Best of luck here in the next month or so. The draft obviously will be very excited to see and hear your name called there and, uh, appreciate the time. We'll catch up again soon. All right. Thank you for having me. My thanks again to Andy for giving us the time. I know, obviously, he's sort of in between things right now and is largely just chilling, which good for him. I mean, he's an easy, easy guy to root for, so I'm glad he's getting that uh, reprieve in between his his senior baseball season and whatever's next, which I, I think is going to be first-round pick in the Major League Baseball draft, therefore not going to Florida, but he's got that to fall back on just in case. Um, a, a remarkable pitcher, and as I think you got a glimpse of in our conversation, just a, a really, really funny guy. He's got sort of a dry sense of humor, which is, is good in my book. So um, quick reminders, subscribe rate, review, wherever you get your podcasts. Again, we're on Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon. You're listening to this somewhere, so you can figure it out. Also, uh, the USA Baseball YouTube channel as well. If you're seeing my face and you got to see Andy Painter just a bit ago, uh, feel free to throw us a like, subscribe to the, the page there. And on YouTube specifically, a lot more good content aside from the podcast gets put out on the USA Baseball page. Also, follow USA Baseball on social media, at USA Baseball on pretty much everything. We're on TikTok now. Not not my job description, but I don't know. Maybe I'll make a guest appearance in a a video and do a silly dance or something. Who knows? We'll see. Uh, We got a lot of, of summer left for USA Baseball content, so they might get so desperate. But thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Appreciate you as always. And another thank you to Andy Painter, hopeful MLB draft first round pick in the near future. But until next time, we'll catch you later.